You're listening to Puck Pacific episode 15 with your hosts, Bo Hamby and Mason Riley. Enjoy the show. Check, check. One, two. Welcome back. My name's Bo Hamby. I'm Mason Riley. And uh, this is Puck Pacific, I guess. It's not an I guess. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I mean, we're 15 episodes in. We should be pretty sure by now. Definitely. I don't know. Do you still like the name? I don't like that we're so close to Puck Soup. (laughs) Really, I never, th- I, I never think about. Puck but soup I do like the I alliteration. Think I think that's the best. I think, part of it. I think it, I think it worked out way better than we ever thought it would. Yeah. I don't ever want to admit this, but Mason came up with the name. I did come up with the name. That's really like. Probably, but see, my method. Don't be impressed biggest, by that. My method of this is just throwing a lot of names until Bo was like, "Oh, that one's pretty good." So that's probably the biggest regret of my life. <laughs> letting Mason, his whole life, letting guys. Mason, come up with this. I ruined it. Well. Uh. It's Wednesday night. What time is it? 11 o'clock, 11.05 p.m. And uh, we're in Los Angeles, and there were no Western Conference games tonight. There were not? So we're going to talk about last night, in which there were quite a few Tuesday night, April 4th. Mm-hmm. There were quite a few important games on the, what do they, what do they call it? Not the this the ballot no, no like the schedule but then there's like the there's like the cool way of saying it it reminds me of sledding for some reason it's another s word right it's like the on the uh, yeah it's another s word I can't think of it now I don't know the slate the slate that's it oh, no that's it on there the we slate go. on the slate no thank you perfect um so there were some important <laughs> there were some important <laughs> games on the slate and uh, the Kings versus Edmonton was one of them. Sharks first, Vancouver was another. Mm-hmm. Probably the most important in terms of playoff positioning was Calgary Anaheim. Indeed. Uh, and then I don't know. Did Arizona play last night? I didn't even look. Um, they did. They played the Stars. <laughs> hey, they went to OT. Good did, for them. Oh, but the Stars won. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, Julius Honka got his first NHL goal, I believe, in overtime to win that game. He did. Um, but anyways, uh, back to important games. Uh, relevant games. let's I guess we'll talk about Calgary first um, yeah. because they managed to continue that most impressive of streaks and that is now 25 straight losses in Anaheim yeah that's gonna be rough that's their playoff matchup and that's the playoff matchup. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that is absolutely are they the gonna take matchup. any games even like I get it that they'll be able to go you know they're and gonna they're play not, in and, Calgary but after two losses are you gonna be and they're the wild card which means they're gonna be the which means Anaheim has home yeah there so advantage. Anaheim gets the first two games and so in, even if it goes to Anaheim. seven that's four wins for Anaheim based solely on the fact that Calgary has not been able to win in Anaheim since 2004 2004 that's so 13 years just to put that in perspective i was in fourth grade that's amazing (laughs) that's that's insane um so the the which is crazy because calgary was playing really well up until that unfortunately chad johnson is injured their backup who was Played really well for mm-hmm. them. Uh, they had to emergency recall John Gillies from Stockton. Uh, he'll play against L.A. I think tomorrow. I think yes, L.A. plays Calgary tomorrow. I stopped 
paying attention to who LA plays. I just know they play tomorrow. <laughs> I don't care who anymore. Um, but anyways, so they'll play John Gillies tomorrow because supposedly Elliot gets his choice of who he wants to play. Um, and I guess he thinks LA, LA isn't that much of a threat anymore. Um, so wouldn't he want to play against LA so he can rest a little bit more? Less shots? Well, well I actually... think I think he wants to... Well, I guess they're locked into a playoff spot, so maybe maybe he does think LA is more of a challenge. Maybe that's the maybe maybe he is giving them a bit of a. a, a it's an interesting position to be put to, in as a goalie. No, I agree. Um, as a goalie, I definitely want to be playing heading into the playoffs, especially if I'm the number one. Though you don't want to be going in cold. You don't want to sit no, the yes. last three games of the that's... season before playing the most important for him. A very important playoff uh series his mm-hmm. first with calgary <clears throat> uh he had a lot of disappointment with the blues like for him personally i think you know if you get kicked out in the first round you know if he loses his first series with a new team that's going to be a huge personal confidence uh problem yeah i mean it's gonna be a major difference in like okay he, last week i was I was all for Brian Elliott as a regular season goalie. He's definitely, you know, shown me, like, what's up and, and really proved a lot of people wrong uh, that, you know, he is a talented goaltender, uh, even when, you know, Calgary isn't necessarily the, one of the better defensive teams in the Pacific. He still has stood up strong. But if he's not able to do so in the playoffs, then that's going to be, you know, bring it right back down to the same level he was in, in St. It's going to be on him. And, and the reason he was brought in was to be a, a, a solid guy. So if he goes down... And that if or if he's the problem in the first round, that's gonna be, I don't know. I I would I would be a little I mean, crushing. Yeah, I would be worried as a as a Flames fan. Fortunately, I don't think that's gonna happen. I I think I think Elliot's gonna be good. Um, if they're against Anaheim, he's gonna have to steal a game in Anaheim. That's I mean, it's there's gonna be a someone is gonna have to step up and have the game of their lives to to win in Anaheim. The way things are going, it seems like. And if it's Elliott or Goudreau or Kachuk or Monahan or Giordano, you know, one of these guys. Well, also, Fowler just went out for uh, Yeah, I was going to bring Ducks. that up because so. speaking of Giordano, is that going to be just like, are they just going to throw so many hands in that first game because Giordano injured him? Well, almost 100 penalty minutes in the third after that Fowler hit and... I don't I don't was it was it dirty? It's just kind of awkward. It was just awkward. It was just he got the Fowler got the shot off and then Giordano just came in and it just happened because his leg was up because of the shot. It was just it was just awkward. Um I I should probably look at it again, but that's I mean, we'll see, but Fowler needs an MRI. Uh, he was getting an MRI today. Um and but it looks like you know if that's a knee problem even if it's a, a torn ligament or or a sprained ligament or something like that it's a couple weeks at least the first round i would assume um, yeah it's interesting it looks similar to the the hit that uh joe thorne took uh when he got his injury it was, thorne's looked a little worse um and he's already kind of you know back on the ice skating today yeah, so he was skating. but you know he's also a different no animal. but okay so listen to this lindholm is out for the ducks uh, Corbinian Holzer is in Germany for a family emergency. Fowler is is obviously injured, getting looked at, and Sammy Votnin is also out. That's four of their main six. So uh, they have five guys basically with the team right now who are available defensemen. So that's uh, Montour, Theodore, Manson, Bieksa. I couldn't even think of the fifth. 
I have no idea. I just know I Manson's just, been playing I, well, like, so they can at least count on him. Manson's been really good. Um, I like Manson a lot, but uh, like if I'm Vegas and he and he gets exposed for some reason, I would definitely take him. Um, but anyways, I like the Ducks are real thin on defense. So Montour, Theodore, Manson, Dexa, Holzer, yeah. So those, I mean, that's that's a lot of defense out for them. And Votnin is, is has skated the last two days, and he should be back for them in the next game or two. So that's good. But uh, Lindholm and Fowler out is is that's you know two top four D. That's that's not sustainable in the playoffs. Yeah, especially after I mean I know I had been talking about how they have one of the strongest defenses in in the whole Western Conference. So for them to have n- almost none of the players if, that are if, a part of that, if BX is your top guy, that's not a that's not something you should be you know heading into the playoffs being uh confident with yeah so it's gonna make for a really interesting series being that i mean i'm sure that the the uh ducks players have looked at the the tape and been decided for themselves whether that was a clean hit or not uh but regardless i have a feeling there's gonna be some bad blood i mean i think yeah i don't don't even think it's before that hit i think there was bad blood like the you know it, it I don't think it was even because of that hit I think if these two teams meet in the postseason it's going to be a lot of fun to a wa- uh, lot of lot of fun to watch and uh, I don't know I guess I would probably put my money on uh, Anaheim yeah I think it's pretty hard to choose Calgary I don't see how which they is can. crazy because Calgary has uh, my whole my whole thing thinking about this podcast today though was how is Anaheim have over a hundred points. And they really haven't been a story all year on any site, not on NHL, not on Sportsnet, not on, <laughs> not I mean, anywhere. Part of no one has talked about the Ducks. They've part of just it's silently been with like, doing their thing, I guess. Yeah, they're just they're surrounded by too many other storylines of like the Oilers' first playoff appearance and Calgary's surge and the Sharks were the contenders last year, so they, everybody's got to still kind of talk about the Sharks. Can't forget about the Sharks, right? And and yet they're the ones who are first in the Pacific. With over 100 points. Yeah, so they're just, they got swamped out by And really, others. until today, you know, Gibson came back. And last last week, we were talking about maybe Gibson not being so good. But he came back and was, was fine. Um, and in fact, Stella, He started that game last yeah, night? Yeah, he they was. Only give uh, I mean, Bernier was excellent. You know, check out Friedman, Friedman's 30 thoughts from today. Uh, to read a little bit about Bernier taking over for Gibson. But Gibson came back and was was really good as well. So so I don't know. That 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 Flames Anaheim series is going to be interesting for sure. I think I, I don't know. I have trouble putting my my money on Anaheim though because well, I guess not for the first round. Yeah, cuz like when you have because they've gotten to this point, they the they have the most amount have. of points. They have more points than the Flames. The Flames have more scoring, but they're younger. This this Anaheim team's done the playoffs thing before. They know what it takes to at least get out of the first round. The first round's not nearly as difficult as the second. The second round, if they run into San Jose or Edmonton, if Edmonton somehow gets into the second round, I would I would maybe have more skepticism towards the Ducks at that point. Yeah, I I, I know at the trade deadline they were kind of like the most silent of the Pacific Division, so it is surprising to see them. You know, I mean, for us to pick them as a favorite against Calgary when Calgary was doing so well, um, I think it just comes down to like in the playoffs, it's a, it's a grind, and they have guys that have have grounded out before. They've done it before. They know what it takes, and they will definitely put those. I mean, and they not only know what it takes, boards. but they've they've put up the points in that in that position before. Mm. So, 
different coach, but I, you know, same guys, and they're still gonna get it done. I think. I mean, especially with the way that Calgary can't win in Honda Center, it could be done in four. So. Yeah, I, 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 I can't imagine a sweep. I can't imagine Anaheim sweeping anybody. But uh, if it's if it's home ice advantage for Anaheim, if they can come away with the first two, uh, and then maybe win one in Calgary. They could they could finish it out in five games. Um, I could see that happening. Um, but the other playoff series out of the Pacific looks like it's going to be uh, the San Jose Sharks, which I hear you're a fan of. Yeah. And uh, Edmonton Oilers, which I guess I'm a fan of now. <laughs> hey, that's that's totally fine. I, I would root for McDavid if I wasn't playing against him. Well, it's like, is that who I have to root for now? Because I can't root for the Sharks, obviously. <laughs> Clearly. Or the Ducks, obviously. Um, can I root for the Flames? I don't know. You like a Ginla a lot. I wouldn't see why you wouldn't but root for the Flames. He's not I mean, he's not the there flames. anymore, but that's still And Kachuk like... is on the Flames. Mm, that's true. Kachuk um, does it. I like Goudreau a lot, but I like McDavid a lot as well. And you, you've been like, talking do about I, Do I root for the Oilers, basically? I think Luchich you like a lot is of over there. I like Talbot a lot. So I guess I have to root for the, the Oilers. Yeah, so I guess Kings which fans. Which I guess I, means I'm rooting against you round one. I mean, that's no surprise. You were not going to root for the Sharks any round. but So today, Thornton said he would be in game one, no doubt. Yes. Quote, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. Not, that's the, not the band. Everywhere. Quote, no doubt, unquote. No Gwen Stefani. Um, not in this house. Um, so... No word on Couture, but it looks like he would be in game one as well. Yeah, he was skating today. He'll be wearing some some crazy mouth protection, which will be fun to watch. But I assume they'll be somewhat limited. Yeah, I would. I would think they're at least for the first couple games. And we'll assume that Edmonton will have home ice advantage. That's that is yet to be seen based on. I think we play them one more time. So, so who's the last? What What are these last couple games? I know it's I know it's schedule? Calgary and Edmonton. I just don't know which one's first. Um, let me look real quick. I believe it's Edmonton first. I think Edmonton's gonna be the number two spot. I don't doubt that, especially if we're not gonna be playing. Like, I think that's gonna be players. huge for this series. I am not so sure. That if the Sharks get home ice advantage, Edmonton, that's though. a lot easier for Thornton and Couture for travel. For preparation, they get to chill until that first game. They don't have to do shit. Well, then we are playing Edmonton tomorrow night at home and Calgary on Saturday at home. That's the way the rest of the schedule works out. Uh, so Thursday night you play Edmonton. Yes, Thursday night. For those of you listening in the morning tomorrow, hopefully, or in the afternoon. But, yeah, I mean, I could see I could see Edmonton taking that's the two a, spot that's from a, us. Wow, that's but a really But it really comes game. down to these that's games, real, yeah. So, no, it, it comes down to this. It comes down to tomorrow night. Because if Edmonton wins, that's basically who's their last game against. That's a great question. Let's see. It'll be on the road. Yeah, they're on the road. They must be playing California teams. So they might be there. No, playing. they already played Anaheim. And they already played um, LA. One moment before I type, but... Uh, I'm guessing they're going to be playing. Well, well, the well, just the only thing you should know is that you just have to watch that San Jose Edmonton game. Oh, they have three games left. Oh, really? And they play Sharks tomorrow, Vancouver in Vancouver, they're and gonna then be in top. Vancouver at home. They're going to be on top. 
they're going to be on top. Back to back, they're going to get four points. They're going to get four points against Vancouver. You guys are going to even if you get two points, they'll still be on top. You guys are tied yeah, that's, now. That's pretty much. Edmonton true. will get a home ice. Well, I, what if they like rest a bunch of guys and they lose one? No, I don't think so. On the back to back thing, I don't think because so, they can get home ice. All right. I mean, okay, so I'm pretty sold on that. Well, we'll, My we'll only see. It'll, is the it'll rest. depend on what happens in tomorrow. Yeah, and also, yeah, if they, if but, they but but the Sharks win, are without really Thornton and Couture tomorrow night, and that's more important than the playoffs mm-hmm. at this point right now. So, if Edmonton can come away with a win and then win against Vancouver, they can rest guys. If Edmonton against, wins tomorrow, they don't have to care at all. Right. If, if if Edmonton wins tomorrow, they can win against Vancouver the next the next game and then rest. Whoever the hell they want, the, mm-hmm. the game after that. Yeah. So really, tomorrow's the and tomorrow's the. I mean, playoff preview too. You're getting close. It's it's the game. It's a, it's a, the NHL the did a good week of scheduling in the last week. That's it. Every other week was shit, but the last week was good. It worked out um, well. But, I mean, what is it an note for Edmonton going into this series? So so do you think do you think Edmonton, do you think the Sharks are are pretty much given, with with Couture and Thornton coming back? Do you think that the Edmonton has a chance? I think it's going to be a great series because I think that they have such a high-powered offense and our defense has been questionable lately. Um, I have no idea. I think it goes seven, and I really don't know who wins. think it'll be an all-offense series? Mm. Fast against fast instead of structure against structure? Because both teams are structured very well as well. I mean, it's it'll be, it'll be hard defensively to... Uh, it will be interesting to if see each what... team plays defensively. It'll be hard to to get through that. Yeah, I think because it's really interesting to me because McClellan, the team he coached in the playoffs most of, most recently was the Sharks. So that's a, that's a really great matchup. Yeah, to him, to what strategy is he going to play against a lot of his former players? But the Sharks don't play the same way they did. No, they McClellan. don't. But I, but he still knows those. He still knows the players like Kachir and these guys very well. But but the Sharks know. The Oilers just as well. I mean, they, no, their coach doesn't know them, but it's it's easy. I mean, I mean you play them. You've played you know, them forever. Every year, yeah. yeah, you've played them. I just think it's interesting because I'm sure he knows what the locker room's like more than DeBoer knows of the Oilers. And, you know, not that that gives him any edge necessarily, but I just think it's another thing to look at. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd be excited to watch an Edmonton-San Jose series. I'm excited to see Edmonton in the playoffs. Um, mm. Well, the fan bases will be very, very stoked, especially in Edmonton. Um, that's gonna be that's gonna be the thing is trying to win in their building when their fans have had this drought. They're gonna be every goal, every hit, every even completed pass is gonna be. Well, I'm be thinking epic. right. No, exactly. Every every rush by McDavid. Think about it. Oh yeah, anything that's I, a like. Away. I would just be excited to watch those games. That's gonna be those are gonna be really fun games. Um, Especially, so I hope yeah. I hope they get home ice advantage. I hope they do because because that'll be a really tough test for the Sharks. Um, those first couple games in in especially with if those are Thornton and Couture's first games back, those will be extremely tough tests. And if you go down zero and two to the Oilers, heading back home, that'll be that'll be an even you know you'll you'll be you'll be. You won't be happy about that. That's for no, sure. No, no, yeah. I think for I'm not so worried about Thornton's play coming back, um, because you know he's been doing this for forever and he's one of the greats. And I think he'll be fine. Uh, Couture with a mouth injury and he's already kind of like a, I don't know. I, I'm worried about his mental state now that he's gotten hit in the mouth and his whole his whole jaw and teeth are all messed up. Um, 
So that will definitely be interesting to watch is how he's able to come out and play and see if he's even, you know, the any any semblance of what he was doing earlier this year. So I'm yeah, I'm definitely surprised at how long it's been uh for him to be out uh for him to be out at this point because it's basically because he's an ugly dude with terrible teeth. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, his mouth got messed up so bad, which is funny. But is he just taking also, this time to do reconstructive surgery for his entire face? Well, um, what they're gonna do is remove all his teeth in the off season. Let's hope. Let's hope that. Uh, and, and I guess give him veneers or something. He'll look better without any teeth, I guess. Um, but it is strange to see someone out this long just after taking a putt mm-hmm. to the teeth because you. I mean. Unless you do, like, some serious nerve damage, I guess. But otherwise, you know, you lose a couple teeth, and then you move on. Well, he um, said his entire teeth were rearranged by the puck. Like, he, they had shifted in his mouth in different places. So they hadn't fallen out. They'd just been slid all around. Uh, so it's pretty gnarly. My, that makes my mouth hurt. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's wearing braces now. He's going to have some sort of guard over his mouth. <laughs> God damn it. The ugliest man in the world. <laughs> got braces. The ugliest man in the NHL just got braces. I don't know if it's to move the teeth or just to hold them where they are now <laughs> so they can't get any more messed up. He can't eat. He just eats Slurpees. Well, so that was the thing that Kevin Kurz, the Sharks insider, was saying. is like, good news is, is that he hasn't lost any weight from this because, yeah, that would make it hard to eat. I can't imagine. I know I when I had braces, that was that was the worst thing is when they get adjusted and you can't chew Sometimes anything. I feel bad when I make fun of people, but then I realize it's Logan Couture. So, like, uh, <laughs> I don't feel bad anymore. Um so that's okay. He as fucked up as his teeth have been, the dude is just. I can't wait for next year's uh, headshots. That's that's all I'm. That's yeah. all I'm waiting That'll for. That'll be the first point. thing we talk about next season. Um, and if he makes it to the playoffs, he'll he'll undoubtedly get more more <laughs> shoulders and fists to the teeth. So uh, looking forward to that. Go Edmonton. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, and does that mean you owe me a jersey? I think so. <laughs> I was hoping to avoid that. I don't know why I included that in our notes. <laughs> I'm hoping to. <laughs> you were trying to skim over that. So, in case you didn't well, listen well, the, to that episode, the bet everyone was the bet. I was I was trying. I didn't look. I didn't listen back because I didn't want to be disappointed. <laughs> was the bet that if Edmonton finishes ahead of Calgary, I owe you a McDavid It was whoever jersey. got the wild card spot. So if and Edmonton was Edmonton, the wild card team, and you had Edmonton. Yeah. They, yep. Shit. So yeah, so sometime soon in the mail, you will be getting a Connor McDavid jersey. jersey. Cool. Do you want? I won't be wearing it until after. Do you want? I guess you want orange. I guess it's orange. It's orange. No, give me the blue one. So I can actually wear it with something. Do they come in blue? I'm pretty sure they have blue ones. Who would? Oh my god, that would be so. That'd be so terrible if you only could wear orange. All right. Well, it'll have to be to like. There's no rush I don't know, on this. When do I get paid? I get paid on the fifteenth, so it'll have to be at least <laughs> uh, at least ten days. Um, There's no rush. I just wanted to bring that up for our damn listeners. It. Yeah, no, no, was I, wrong. no. But today, today was actually the day when, or yesterday, I guess, was the day that Calgary no longer catch Edmonton. Mm-hmm. So that's a really and that was a disappointing. You, know, you day had a me. you had a good uh, base for them. I thought that they Calgary could would keep going, but they stopped. Yeah. Which is even shittier because the King. You know what's you know what we're talking about right now? It's the Kings <laughs> losing to Arizona to end their That's, fucking playoff chances. That was a pitiful game. So they so let's 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 uh <laughs> let's summarize. Yeah, we watched it together, which doesn't always no, happen. Before they even get to the fucking oh before that game Arizona game, they get on a nice three game win streak. Mm-hmm. They're starting to win. 
There's still a chance. Nashville lost. And then it's so that Sunday, Nashville lost to St. Louis, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's Sunday, and the Kings are playing Arizona, who I'm not going to look at any of this because I'm so upset. Uh, but I believe Arizona is ranked 28th or 29th in the league. Uh, that is second or third last. <laughs> and the Kings aren't great, but this is a must win. And, of course, they go down to nothing in the first period. Um, Duclair gets his first goal since January, which is crazy, of course. Um, and then the Kings get one goal from Martinez off a ridiculous <laughs> deflection. The, the best shot of all time. stupidest deflection. And I'm pretty sure you were sitting next to me, <laughs> and I looked at you and I said, I'm pretty sure this is the only goal the Kings are going to score. <laughs> And I'm going to be extremely pissed off when that happens. <laughs> and I was extremely correct. Mm-hmm. And they ended the game with like zero scoring chances in the last five minutes. They had nothing good with goalies pulled, with power plays. They had four power plays in the third, nothing going on. And that one goal was scored on a power play, but it didn't seem like it. It was the stupid, just if you haven't seen it, just don't yeah, even bother. Definitely. No, it's go look stupid. at it, please. It's, it's amazing. stupid. It's just Even if you're a Kings fan who's suffering like Bo, you have to watch that goal over and over because it's incredible how they from almost the 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 red line, the center center ice. So then, just two days after that, they face Edmonton. This is yesterday, or I guess two days ago, April fourth, Tuesday, and they go down zero and two, zero zero two again. Um, I think it was actually only. against Arizona. I think it might have been tied 1-1. But anyways, um, they go down 0-2 against Edmonton. Everybody there in the first period. Everybody there is like, the Kings didn't make the playoffs. They're not going to show up tonight. Why did I even come? And then, all of a sudden, they start to score. Three goals in a row from this amazing third line and fourth line made up of Dowd and Brown yeah, and Brodzinski nice and, and, and Shore and Lewis. These guys just completely outplayed uh, the, the, the third pair of Benning and, and Sakara and Russell and all these guys. And, uh, and they started to play really well. They got three goals and then Edmonton ties it up, of course. And then they just kept going. They scored six goal, six goals by the end of the night. And Pearson, after the game, said, you know, it would have been really nice to have this game before. And that's when I shot myself in the head. (laughs) This is the ghost of Bo telling you the story of the R.I.P. Kings. I just... It's just unbelievable. Fuck you to the Kings at that. Like, we couldn't score two goals against Arizona, but we could score six against Edmonton when it didn't mean shit. That's the season the Kings have had. They couldn't show up when they needed to. And then they score against the most weird teams, the weirdest matchups. And it, it makes, makes no sense. Me really, it makes me really angry. And I just have to sit and, and take it. <laughs> like, I am, I am helpless. I just, I sit and I watch it and I take it like a helpless human being. And... Uh, there's nothing I can do at this point until, uh, but wait till next year. Yeah, I guess you can be happy you're not a Canuck or a, a, a Yote, but that's pretty much it. 
Yeah, I think the Yotes will be a little bit better next year, but that's only because they'll get a top five pick. I don't think anybody really stands out. I think OEL uh, had a really tough year, uh, and his uh, in a serious note, his mother just passed, mm-hmm. um, and he's heading back to Sweden to be with his family. That's um, after a year like that. I think he knew. I mean, his mother had cancer, so he knew that that was happening. I think for him to be on the Coyotes and to have a tough year like that and to have uh, have a sti- statistically one of his worst years, I think you can tell why. Yeah. Um, and so I think for him to be able to finish the season, to be able to go with his family, um, you know, uh, uh, it's it's important. Yeah, definitely, um, definitely thoughts and prayers with, with him and his family. That's a tough thing to go through as you're trying to do your job and be a good teammate and all that. That's something that's you know weighs on you heavy. And he is. He's one of the leaders of that team, and that's a really they're having. I mean, they're not improving still, and he's one of those guys. So for him to go through that, I mean, it makes me sad, but it's a. I think it's good for him. It'll be good. He'll be. He's he's a great leader for Arizona. I think if you know if they lose a guy like OEL, they're uh, they're they're really fucked. Um, yeah. So and, and I mean, is so Shane something like done? this something like this will only make them stronger. And yeah, I mean, he's day to day at this point, so I think he'll play another game in the NHL, but it'll definitely be his last game. Yeah, I don't think it's a uh, it's it's. I think he's I think he's done. I hope they do a good tribute for him because they really that man's earned it as far as playing for that franchise for so long. I don't know if it'll be a tribute at this 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 last game, but I can imagine a tribute at the season opener of next year. Something that they bring him out to do the ceremonial puck and give him a bunch of you know props. Um, I I can imagine that. Um, yeah, he probably doesn't want the attention uh, at the last game to be focused on him. Right? No, you're you're gonna finish up the season right, as a yeah. hockey club. You're you're gonna play that last game. You're not gonna say, "Hey, this is my last game." You, you wouldn't ever do that. Mm-hmm. As a, especially, you're not gonna take the attention of that last game to yourself. But they would. You would definitely announce it after the season. And I I can I can imagine raising his numbers his number to the to the rafters in Arizona. Uh, have they raised anybody's? Not that I can think numbers. of, but I also don't know Arizona history as well. Or well, Phoenix. It would, it would be somewhere it would be. be in Winnipeg, so I, I imagine Timu Solani, but and 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 some others, but uh It's it's very unlikely. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't wait no, but Yeah, uh, Arizona Arizona was in Winnipeg before. I'm looking up yeah, no, they retired were. numbers and see if they have any. Um anyways. Uh, all the best to Doan. All the best to Aginla, who, as far as I can tell, is pretty much is pretty much gonna retire. Uh, and I, I don't. That's not from anybody saying anything to me or asking anybody or talking to him. That's just like a lot of a lot of it. Uh, his last game at the in Calgary was was made of that game, and a lot of the reports were saying, "Is this the last game?" And you don't get those kind of re- articles unless those guys kind of know something um and also i don't know i just like i just don't see him playing another year um i don't think i think i think he could but i just think i don't see why yeah so oh so i was just looking at who they have retired in as far as yotes apparently ronick (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i think he played there for like two years 
He apparently had a stint 2006, 2007, and then also 96 2001, to 2001. Oh, so like five years. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, I'm not going to get the first name right, Teppo, Newmanen, Thomas Steen, Dale Howarchuk. Howarchuk played. Well, those are those are Winnipeg guys. Howard yeah, Chuck, so these are all gonna. Go. Howarchuk was Howarchuk was uh, Winnipeg, and he was yeah. He and Bobby was... Hull as well. And then they also, but I think this is actually during Yotes years. Oh, maybe not partially. Uh, Keith Kachuk. So he was a little bit of both. Ninety-two to 01. Uh Keith Kachuk was with the Blues. No, 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 no. Uh, I don't know. He's no. got a retired number, number seven. Huh. Um. Well, and he's the only one that doesn't have a footnote. So. <laughs> uh. Well. But anyways, Shane Dunn will go up there with them. Yeah. I. Th- well. I assume. I don't know. Maybe. I think so. I. I think. I think he probably deserves it. Um. One thing I saw was uh, now that the Olympics will not be attended by NHL players, was that Shane Doan will retire and then be the captain of the Canadian <laughs> Olympic <laughs> team awesome. um, as a kind of, uh, you know, send-off. That would be interesting. That would be. Um, but uh, anyways, the other player that's probably going to retire that we kind of talked about was Aginla. But uh, I I can, I could see him going. I could see him staying with the Kings may, maybe. I don't know. I think he I think he stays he's still he's still shown that when he's with a team that's that's trying to win he can perform he can finish and he's he's still one of the best players of all time like, and I, I think they can maybe make that pitch that says hey if you stay one more year we're you know I think we have the team that you know this was definitely an off year I think they can say that to him this was an our off year if you stay with us like look at what you're able to do with us you scored half half as many goals in a, a tenth of the games with us as you did with Colorado like you you obviously want to play here or, or can play here like maybe we should do this um so we'll see but also LA has a lot of work to do in the offseason oh yeah who's gonna be taken by Vegas is that Gabrick or Brown if not do they buy one of those players out that I mean Gabrick is getting scratched at this point and he's making over four million dollars can you do that no <laughs> I can answer that. No. Um, so that Lombardi's got a lot of work to do. Um, I like a lot of our bottom six at the end of this year. I like Shore as a center. I like Dowd as a center. Lewis scored a new career high in goals at 11. That's not a ton, but for bottom six, that's okay. Um, I think Kempe is getting really good. I think Brodzinski is good. I think bottom six, you're okay. I think you maybe sign a Ginla. You play the kids. You try and sign one more free agent to score, and you're okay. Yeah, I mean, if Toffoli and Kopi can turn around the seasons they had this year, if Muzzin can turn around the season he had this year, if Dowdy can go be a Norris contender again, this team has the players that can do it. He's the empty net against Edmonton was only his fifth goal this year. Yeah, for so Dowdy. It's, it's just it's not. They it's have not the players good. that have done it in the past. It's just can they do it in the future. I keep thinking that's like that's what they announced, but like, does Dowdy really only have five goals this year? That's cr- I'm looking it up. I, right I now remember looking at it. I didn't. I don't think it was that low. That was like eight. I didn't think it was that low. And either. maybe that's just because that's his I number. But I'm I gotta look it up now. No, he's got ten this year. Yeah, oh, okay, okay, that's what I thought. So still, but ten, 
He can do more than 10 that. Is, 10 is pretty much average, but like you but should expect yeah. more than that from him. But he's an elite defenseman, point. so he's going to do better next year. I mean, Where did I get five Just from? having watched him play, I know he's going to do better next year. He's the type of guy that's going to come back with a vengeance. Yeah, he had but four, the other people need had, to do. Yeah, he had 14 goals last year. Need to step so. up. Um, yeah, you don't you don't want to see a down like down year like that. But but basically everybody on the Kings had a down year except for Pearson and Lewis <laughs> and Carter. Brown and Brown and Carter. Pearson, Lewis, Brown, and Carter. Those are the four guys. Yeah, Pearson really, played I, to fully level. Pearson scored career high goals. Lewis career high goals. Carter hit thirty goals for the first second time in his career. First time since being on the Flyers. Uh, and then Lewis. Oh no, Pearson, Carter, Lewis, Brown. Brown hit. More points than he's had since he 2012. Like, like I feel like definitely. Um, oh, I don't remember his points now. I have to look. But I just, he had a great year, and he was a lot of fun to watch. No, he's. he's and been I think doing part well. of that was being relieved of some leadership. Well, role, I, but... I, I think, I think it was more just like uh, back to the, you know, it was finally back to the basics. When, when he was captain, it was like, you know, if he wasn't scoring, it would go back to the basics. But he then real, you know, it was, it was a different aspect to it. Now he can focus just on his play that's all he has to do mm-hmm. and he can kind of mentor the younger players too i hope he doesn't get taken by vegas i hope we keep brown it's probably not a popular opinion but i hope we keep him just to just to play with guys like kempe and brodzinski because i think he's he's a very perfect role model for for what you want a player to be like in the nhl both physically and and just effort wise going out every game and just doing that kind of that that kind of play. Yeah, so. and I'm all more, all for more Dustin Brown ads and less Drew Doughty ads. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin Brown ads aren't any better. Uh, but, I think uh, he's a little bit more lovable. Uh, Drew Doughty kind of just you can feel that he didn't want to be but there. But they but but they make Drew Doughty ads like <laughs> try and make him seem like a superstar. So he's like wearing tuxedos while Brown's like trying to sell car insurance. <laughs> yeah. So it's like that that's the difference for me. It's like the Doughty is not that kind of person. If you yeah. had Doughty, you know, they put him smiling with ads. no yeah, teeth in for. For farmers only, that's Both perfect. Toothless leaders. Yeah, like Kings, you man. just, you just, you know, it's a, uh, it's more the, it's more the market or the, uh, the ad than the. Yeah, what they're, what they're using him yeah, them come for. Come on, come on, give him some love. He deserves, he deserves some love. He's a lovable guy. Definitely. Um, I don't know if we got anything else. Yeah, and you know, now that the Kings are definitely out. I'm not feeling so hot about recording into the playoffs. <laughs> well, let's just do one. We'll do a wrap next week. We'll wrap and we'll do predictions. Well, let's, let's do let's do one next week. So what the yeah one next week when we know for sure the schedule and everything that's going on, and then let's do one the first week into the playoffs, and then we'll be done. All right, two more. All right, two more Puck Pacific podcast listeners. And then I'm moving to New York, and Mason's staying in LA. So hopefully we can keep doing this yeah somehow. we're gonna find a way to do it via like skype or something yeah telephone recording yeah. i hear there's technology like yeah that. computers and such i hear you have to pay though so if you want to sponsor us <laughs> uh, we were really laughed, i laughed way too hard for that <laughs> for that joke um hopefully the sponsors love that and ate it out they were yeah, like oh this guy's very uh, likable no i just laughed way too hard to make it believable <laughs> that we're actually looking for sponsors um but uh but anyways uh thanks for listening uh, two more episodes to go. I'm I'm happy we made it to 15. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll see you then. Talk to you next week. <laughs>